You know, I spent a lot of years uh, working in Hamilton Radio when I first started my career, and then I went back there for a little bit of time in the more recent years. And what I noticed was uh, Hamilton is becoming far more depressed. And there's also uh, a resurgence. So it's it's interesting because there's some areas of the city that I thought, whoa, hey, years ago, and when I first lived there, it might have been about, um, let's say, 25 years ago, I would not have been frightened to walk in this area of the city. Now I'm frightened to walk in this area of the city. Years ago, I would not have thought uh, James uh, Street West was the place to be, but it, it is now. And they are doing some great things in Hamilton, trying to turn Hamilton around. There have always been areas of Hamilton that have been, you know, really nice and fairly gentrified. And that would be Westdale and at the Aberdeen area. And Lock Street is one of the streets that for about 25 years... It's been, you know, this place where you could go to nice little restaurants and some little boutique stores, and it's been lovely. And so it was very sad to hear the news that Saturday, about 30 people, uh, thugs, decided to, you know, go down there with a banner and uh, basically wreak havoc in the neighborhood. And um, I think they caused about $100,000. The estimate right now is $100,000 in damages. But uh, this is not apparently an isolated incident. And there have been Hamilton landlords that have been warning police about anti-gentrification activists months ago. In fact, uh, some of the incidents in other areas of the city date back to summer of uh, 2016. And that's why we're joined right now by uh, our guest from Hamilton. She's uh, her name is Krista Boyer. She's a Hamilton real estate agent. Welcome to the show, Krista. Oh, thank you for having me, Kelly. Listen, I know Hamilton's such a, it's in such a beautiful uh, geographical spot. I mean, it's its right on the lake. It's right on the escarpment. There's some beautiful uh, old buildings. I like the idea of Hamilton being revived. Um, and there are a lot of people trying to revive Hamilton. It's For some people and young um, professionals, Toronto's now, it's just out of the realm of possibility. Uh, affordability. So now people are looking at Hamilton. So when we hear things like this, it, it saddens me. But this is not the first time that there have been incidents of um, these anti, anti-gentrification activists. Do tell about your experience. Uh, so my experience uh, goes back to June of 2016 when I hosted an event uh, under the Try Hamilton umbrella. Uh, the purpose of the event was to highlight uh, the potential, and also recognize the already established businesses, organizations, and community that exist on Barton and Kenilworth. Uh, and it was at that event that we were met with uh, 40 protesters, which I use the term loosely because they, uh, in fact, turned into vandals and uh, they vandalized, you know, several uh, areas that were involved in our event. They vandalized uh, buses that were involved in our events. And then essentially they assaulted one of our guests and uh, one of the officers who responded to the call. So this is in the area, the east end of Hamilton. And so there have been businesses saying that the police just are not taking this, uh, these complaints seriously. City Hall's not taking the complaints seriously. Describe Barton Street for uh, the the people tuning in that have no idea of the, you know, Hamilton's slightly confusing um, just because of the uh, the one-way streets and, you know, they've, you've got the escarpment there. But describe Barton Street. Uh, so for your Toronto listeners, uh, this will help as far as geographically. So 
Barden is in the north region where uh, towards the lake, whereas Toronto faces the lake southerly. Um, so we're exactly opposite of one another. Um, and Barden Street uh, is an area that has uh, been depressed for some time. Um, and part of the issues that we've been dealing with on Barden Street is the fact that we have these absentee landlords who have been allowing their storefronts or using uh, their storefronts as uh, residences for individuals and in horrific states. You know, they're offering horrific states for individuals who are less fortunate than some of us. Um, and so this is a, a challenge that you see as you, you know, you go down that streetscape, you see all these covered up windows and uh, throughout and in recent years, we've seen a bit of a resurgence in that area where we've had some uh, wonderful cafes coming, the 541 being one of the iconic cafes on that uh, street. Uh, it's an incredible cafe. It's a not-for-profit, and they keep their prices at a price point where, you know, people can afford it. And for those who can't, they have this wonderful button program where they can use the donations of others to you know, uh, uh, be a patron there. Mm -hmm. And uh, outside of that, you know, we've, we've seen, we've seen an influx of individuals who have been coming in and investing in that street. And so there's a slow turnaround that's taking place on Barton Street right now. So you're building community. Why is that a target for anti-gentrification vandalism? Well, you know, it's interesting. Like, I, we've been trying to understand exactly what their motivations are. And quite honestly, we we think it's misplaced and misguided because, you know, by all accounts, uh, as a whole, the city of Hamilton and the members that are involved in the city of Hamilton, you know, we've been we've been all part of this renaissance and we've proclaiming and we've been singing accolades about this renaissance. So, you know, not to forget that there are absolutely some gentrification issues that fall with that type of protest, but... Um, we believe that these individuals actually exist outside of that issue. They exist outside of that realm, that they're not actually interested in that part of it. They're more interested in, uh, you know, raising a banner and claiming this as their cause, as an excuse to behave in the manner in which they did on Saturday. There are several people, um, you know, not just yourself, that believe the tower an anarchist, anarchist uh, collective on Cannon Street's responsible for the actions against the properties um, in the past, maybe not necessarily Locke, but can you tell us a little bit about that organization and what you know? Well, actually, interestingly enough, the the police just identified uh, a link between the Anarchy Book Fair this okay. past weekend and the uh, the Tower on Cannon, and they've actually linked a route now as far as where those individuals traveled on that night. So, um, and 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 in my own experiences over the last few years, because I've been playing, paying close watch to the tower and from the information that I've gathered, there's no doubt in my mind that they're responsible for all the vandalism that has been taking place on Barton Street and on Kenilworth and on James and in other areas throughout the city for the last few years. So they should be fairly easy to catch if they are in fact guilty of some of these crimes. Why have the police not taking complaints seriously and City Hall not taking your complaints seriously? You know, uh, it's a very difficult question to answer, and it could be, it's it's a question of whether or not communication within the Hamilton Police Force uh, is, is, you know, at a manner or at a place where these types of complaints are, are being interconnected and linked throughout. 
you know, because what was happening on Burning Kenilworth was that um, we had a lot of one-offs, right? And then, uh, to, then to ask, you know, these patrol officers or constables, you know, you know, who are serving our city and serving our city well, to to link it and to see it as something greater might be a concept that exists outside of them. Um, whereas, you know, us, you know, coming together as a group of individuals who have all experienced this, for us, is quite obvious what it is and what's happening. I mean, for a group that, you know, uh, it seems to be, you know, they call themselves a, an anarchist uh, collective and they're called the Tower on Cannon Street. If they are, and we don't know for sure, but you, you're saying there there could be a possible link. If they are uh, part of this group that um, wreaked havoc on Lock Street, they can't be terribly well informed. Because when I lived in Hamilton 25 years ago, uh-huh. Lock Street was already what it is today i mean uh-huh. yeah maybe it's it's a little even more gentrified but not so much i mean it had uh-huh. always been a little enclave of these little boutique stores so why go there yeah you know and i i i think it's because they wanted the attention that they're receiving right now you know and i i do believe that uh there were others that uh, supported them from outside of the city that came and attended the anarchist book fair and came here with the sole purpose of making a big splash. Um, you know, and, and I and I have this belief based off of the fact that we have been watching what has been happening in Montreal. And in Montreal, they've been experiencing these very loud blitz style attacks. And we actually forewarned the city and forewarned uh, Hamilton police that they were escalating to this and they were promoting it. They were supporting it. They were linked with these groups in in Montreal. Um, So, um, yeah, to to answer your question entirely, that's, um, that's what I believe. Well, I, uh, I I have to say, I love what's happening in Hamilton right now. I think it's important that uh, you take a city that, you know, has been dealing with some serious issues of depression. I mean, you drive down Barton, as you say, and there are storefronts there that are, you know, boarded up. So it's it's quite nice to see people coming in and opening up these little uh, places and little, you know, standalone boutiques or standalone, you know, restaurants and creating community. Because I think, you know, Toronto is out of reach, but Hamilton's just around the corner. And it's just it's great. It's got such a great artistic community and a great community of uh, independent businesses that it's nice to see that you guys are, uh, you know, helping to turn things around. And I hope for the best. And I hope that they make some arrests with this case right now. Oh, you and me both. And, you know, as unfortunate as it is what took place on Saturday, at least it's bringing light on the greater issue that has existed in our city for these last few years, you know, and uh, hopefully, you know, we can work together as a community to prevent this from going any further. I uh, appreciate your time today, Krista. You have yourself a fantastic afternoon. Okay, thank you. You too, Kelly. Cheers. That's Krista Boyer. She's the founder of Try Hamilton. And it says, you know, this has been going on for a while. Businesses and landlords in Hamilton's Barton Street uh, have been telling police that they've seen some escalating vandalism. And uh, they kind of pointed fingers at this one group. So we'll see if any arrests are made and if they, in fact, are linked to what went down on Lock Street.